Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. It's time for Come and Talk It with your host, Michael Cargill, brought to you by Texas Law Shield. Over the last decade, Michael has championed and supported the rights of law-abiding Texans to own and use firearms. He is the owner of Central Texas Gunworks, a veteran of the United States Army, and has achieved national exposure in such prestigious media outlets such as Forbes Magazine, Fox Business News, CNN Money, AOL, BBC World News, Huffington Post, and the New York Times. Cargill vigorously defends lawful gun ownership in this country without regard to party politics. And now, here's Michael Cargill. Good day, Austin, Texas, the live music capital of the world. Let's praise the Lord and pass the ammunition. All right, so today we have in studio Linda Nunu. And, you know, something happened in Austin involving the Austin Police Department. And Linda Nuno was there. And let me tell you, there's a lot of talk about what's going on. But you know what? We're going to get down to the nitty-gritty today. We need to know what's what's right, what's wrong, what's what's correct and what's fake we're gonna find out all that stuff today let's get down to it but check this video out first all right so we're gonna we're gonna silence the the audio there to the video and so gonna quiet that down a little bit and what we have here for those people that are driving on i-35 or mopac and you're listening to us on the radio uh we have a motorcycle police officer that actually is arresting Linda, putting her, and she's in handcuffs, and he's putting the handcuffs. He has the handcuffs on her, and she's calling for a female officer before she is being searched. She said, "I need a female officer. I need a female officer. I need a female officer." And he then presumes to wipe his hand around her breast, under her breast, and around toward her back. So we're going to talk about that. And was that, you know, some type of sexual assault going on or, you know, what what's happening there? And that's what I want to talk about today. You know, what are some of the things uh, should once a person is in custody, they're in handcuffs. Uh, should the officer just wait for a female officer to arrive at the scene and then do the search the pat down? So let's talk about that. Let's okay. break this down. But okay. first, before we get into that, I want to read what the Austin Police Department had to say. APD is aware of a video that is circulating involving the arrest of 40-year-old Rosalinda Nuno Trevino from multiple hazardous traffic violations. Regarding case number 20-1860985 on July 4, 2020, Austin Police Department motor unit officers were riding their motorcycles behind a protest march to keep people safe from their vehicular traffic. Ms. Trevino was driving a white SUV behind these motor officers. And could we run that video one more time and just keep it going? And Ms. Trevino began to follow the officers very closely with her vehicle and honk her horn continuously. She drove through empty parking spaces and attempted to move her vehicle around the officers' motorcycles. 
and officers told Ms. Trevino to stay behind their motorcycles to ensure the safety of the people marching. And then Ms. Trevino then stopped her vehicle, ran up to an officer, and requested his badge number, which the officer provided. At the intersection of 2nd Street and Congress Avenue, Ms. Trevino started to honk the vehicle horn a second time and drove through a red light. Ms. Trevino then stopped, by, stopped her vehicle again and approached officers. Ms. Trevino was placed under arrest for multiple hazardous traffic violations to include running a red light, uh, failure to yield the right of way to passengers, and improper use of a horn and failure to maintain assured clear distance. As a crowd began to form, officers moved, uh, moved Ms. Trevino to the front of an officer's vehicle to conduct a search before transporting her to jail. While conducting the search, he advised Ms. Trevino that a female officer was not available. He conducted the search in front of a police vehicle where a vehicle camera could document and at least one other officer was present as required by APD policy. So inside the studio, I actually have Miss uh, Linda Nuno, and I want to give let her give us her side of the story. Linda, welcome to Come and Talking. Hi, Michael. How are you? Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Uh, so tell us first a little bit about yourself. You know, what do you do? What's your occupation? So I do drug testing. I'm a fellow Amis uh, by trade. I give you one of my cards. Of course, I, I have to, I have some uh, medical training. I have a CPR license. I did six months of nursing. And I'm one of the main faces that gives, uh, you know, aid, medical aid to any protesters. So you drug test people? Yes. Nice. Oh, my goodness. I don't know if I like you or not. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, I you will do make the drug you pass. Testing. I will make you pass. It's okay. <laughs> uh, All right. So Linda does drug testing. Okay, go ahead, Linda. Definitely going to save this card. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. All right. So, so Linda, so, so bring us to uh, July the 4th. You know, what happened on that day? Well, you know, um, as you already know and told everybody, I was arrested on July 4th. Uh, I don't know if you're aware of it, but there's been uh, three different instances where protesters have been drawn over in the city of Austin by, uh, you know, people that just don't agree with our philosophy. Okay. And uh, we have a caravan following these people in order to protect them, right? Okay. Because we have developed a community, a sense of community, a real sense of community. And uh, there's, uh, you know, old people, there's kids, there's women, and we're... Uh, we were at the Capitol, and we were trying to go all the way to City Hall. Right? So what you're saying is you're a part of the protesters. Yes, sir. So you oh, were in the yes. vehicle that's... A caravan. The caravan, caravan to protect the protesters. Yes, sir. Okay. That's uh, something that a lot of people didn't say. Oh, yeah, of course not. Okay. Um, you know how they try to portray you in order to commit crimes. So long story short, um, um, this officer has been teasing me for I don't know how many blocks. But it was just too many for me because my people, my brothers, my sisters are being at the mercy of whatever vehicle, right? And we have had experiences with that before. So uh, he's just playing chicken with me, you know, playing, not letting me pass, just taunting me along the way. And yeah, at some point uh, I had to like just go around uh, the police. I tried to go around the police and engage my people and protect them, right? Uh, they didn't allow me to do that either. Uh, so this officer was telling me that I, I wasn't part of the protest. And as a matter of fact, it's just so funny because everybody, I have a nickname. I earned my nickname. What's your nickname? Oh, you're not going to believe it. Look at me. I'm a 40-year-old woman, right? 
But you're a mom. good looking 40 year old woman. Oh, stop it. Oh, my goodness. Let me it's tell okay. You. I'm single. Uh-oh. We'll talk, we will talk later. Girl, you, know, you better watch it. <laughs> <laughs> you better watch it. You're amazing. So, uh, long story short, uh, yeah, this guy just uh, know me uh, for the medical care that I give them and that I'm trying to keep them safe, passing the hand sanitizer or mask or whatever is needed, right? When they get pepper spray, they know where to run. When they need, you know, medical assistance with a cot or whatever. They come to me, so they're calling me protest mom. Protest mom. Yeah, baby. All right, protest hold on, mom. Linda. All right, I we're know. talking with Linda Nuno, and she was actually part of the protesters, and she was actually in a vehicle uh, that was actually there to protect the protesters. Correct. And then Linda was arrested, um, and we're going to talk about, I'm going to read that APD statement again. We come back from the break. We're going to get Linda's side of the story. We're going to get down to the bottom of this. This is Michael Cargill, and you are listening to Come and Talk It. Hello, this is Gerald Darty, and I'm the Precinct 3 County Commissioner here in Travis County, and you're listening to Come and Talk It. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Austin's Talk 1370. Welcome back to Come and Talk It. And now here's Michael Cargill. That's right. We're breaking it down today. We're talking to Linda Nuno. She's telling us about what happened on July the 4th. That's right. Independence Day. And you had protesters in Austin protesting, talking about police accountability. And Linda was part of the protesters. She's actually one of the vehicles that was protecting protesters from other vehicles. She's Make sure to get protest mama, Michael. She's a protest mama. Oh That's yeah. Right. That's right. <laughs> and so Linda, tell us about what happened that day. Because APD, the Austin Police Department said, hey, they are aware of a video that is circulating involving the arrest of 40-year-old Rosa- uh, Rosalinda Nuno Trevino for multiple hazardous traffic violations. It said, according to the the Austin Police Department, the motor unit officers were riding their motorcycles behind the protest bars to keep people safe from vehicular traffic. Ms. Trevino was driving a white SUV behind these motor officers. Ms. Trevino began to follow the officers very closely with her vehicle and hunk her horn continuously. She drove through empty parking spaces and attempted to move her vehicle around the officers' motorcycles. Um, the officers told Mr. Vino to stay behind their motorcycles to ensure the safety of the people marching. And Mr. Vino then stopped her vehicle, ran up to an officer, and requested his badge number, which the officer provided. At the intersection of the 2nd Street and Congress Avenue, Mr. Vino started to honk the vehicle horn a second time and drove through a red light. Mr. Vino then stopped her vehicle again and approached officers. Mr. Vino was placed under arrest for multiple hazardous traffic violations to include running a red light, failure to yield the right of way to pedestrians in proper use of a horn, and failure to maintain assured, clear distance. Now, Mr. Vino, what do you say? Hey, I got a real quick question. Go for it. When they say that you didn't yield the right of way to pedestrians, are they talking about the protesters? 
I'm assuming, yeah. The ones so, that were so blocking that, the roadway. But but she but listen now here she's with she's with the protesters. Yeah. So how can she not, not yield the exactly. right away to somebody that she's with? Exactly. Mm. And you know what, Michael, you are very familiar with this. Cops are well known to put whatever they want on paper. It doesn't matter how much ink they put on paper. History is not going to be changed. Facts don't change. And they don't, don't apply Socratic thinking. And they're not really objective when it comes to facts. And you know that better than anybody. So uh, I want to talk about that statement. I haven't made any public statement, honestly. It's just such a joke for me that I don't think that it's even worth addressing but uh but you're right you're right i need to i need to talk about the story about exactly what happened so after they uh, arrest me i pass before they 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 did that i passed my cars in order to tell them who i was that i was indeed with the protesters that we have a caravan caravan why because if anybody has been a protester we know that the public enemy number one is the cops they are they are the one who is who are harassing us, who are prepping, spraying us, who are playing ambush. I mean, there's plenty of evidence of that. So, of course, I'm worried about them more than anything, right? So, uh, after that, uh, I passed up the cards. Uh, this uh, police officer just got into my car, took the keys, my keys out of the ignition, and threw them into the streets. That is also on video. Now, when they frisk me, they're supposed to do it with the back of the hand. By protocol, by police protocol, uh, and you know what? I'm just going to use their own rhetoric. I think it's the best way to address this matter. Um, there's a full APD policy uh, on how to frisk. And if you go all the way to section number six. We actually have a video of the, uh, their training video. Casey, can you play that? That would Thank be amazing. You. Why you, why you, now, keep explaining. Now, uh, this cop should, should not cope my breast and neither with a, uh, with, uh, with a you know, front of his hand go into my butt. Uh, and just to start frisking me just like that. It should be this way, not that way, right? Uh, and I just am and so, so just so you know, in the background, we're playing the Austin Police Department training video mm-hmm. on how male officers should search a female. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah, so people can line that way. That people up can next to can see what actually happened. what's supposed to happen. Now, obviously, a training video is not you know out in the field, so it's not going to exactly correlate. But regardless, go ahead. So uh, after they frisking me and then start touching me all over, of course I'm start having flashbacks. Why? Because uh, back in 2000, back in 2013, I was I was raped by a cop while I was on Ambient, and yeah, it did, it did have an effect on me. And I saw I saw a posting on Facebook where someone, not Facebook, Twitter. Was someone had a Twitter posting said that this was the same officer? No, sir. No, that no. Is. so that's not true. No, Brian has been stalking me only for like nine years, right? Almost nine years. So this, the, the this officer that different... arrested you was no. not the same no, officer. No, sir, not at all. Okay, no. all right. So we want to clear that up because no, no, there's no. a lot of misinformation going on on I Twitter know. On, online. It's just so weird. Okay, but no, it's not the no, it's not the same officer. And you know what? That's partially my fault because I I haven't been vocal about it. I I live uh, my story. It's a very hard story to tell. I live it with shame and with a lot of guilt. And um, and I, I want to apologize for not being more open and forward with everything that has happened to us. Okay. I take full responsibility for that. All right. And then let's go on, <clears throat> let's go on and talk more about the uh, what happened on that day. All right, so. So after they arrested me uh, and he just 
assaulted me in front of everybody. That was the most humiliating thing. Like, at least in 2013, I was raped in private. Now I've been touched all over in front of everybody. And that was a little bit more, like, it make an impact. It truly make an impact. Now let me uh, ask you this. Uh, what, do you th what do you think the officer should have done? He should have done what policy says, what the law says. Which is? Uh, if you ask for, you have the right to request for a female officer. Mm -hmm. Before they put you in handcuffs, they have to tell you once you're arrested why they arrested you for. So did he, did he make it aware to you that there was not a female officer available? Yeah, of course they're going to say whatever they want, to do whatever they want, of course. And they're not at risk. The protesters are the ones who are at risk. If you don't believe me, just go, please go to your nearest hospital because there's somebody with a brain injury and a woman who actually lost oh, no, her baby. I know. I covered the protest. I got, I got maced. Yeah, and I got me hit too. with pepper spray. I mean, it, it's, it's, it's indiscriminate at times yep. with, with uh, how they deal with people. Yep. But, but I, uh, you know, according to the official statement, which, as you know, I think everybody would recognize that those can be uh, manipulated. Um, they said that there's not a, a female officer available. You know what? That's not my fault. The fact that they don't allow women in the police forces at the same rate and percentage than male officers, I think just it speaks loudly about the kind of misogynistic uh, traits that they have within the department, period. Now, and I don't even know the rates of female officers, but obviously <laughs> are not enough, especially when we have a statistics that says that we have at least seven women per men in Austin. Give me a break. No. Seven women per man? Oh, yeah, you're lucky. <laughs> All right, so what do, you, what do you have to say to people that say that you're, that you're just an anti-police agitator? Oh, my dear God. You know what? If anybody has a reason to be angry, it has been me for the history that has happened to my daughter. And I can prove every single statement I have made. And, we can get, and we... I am, I'm a pacifist. Even though you will not find... You will not find another history like my daughter's, who has been molested, abused, put through Munchausen by proxy her entire life, who has been in respiratory distress, covered in blisters, in a rash, kidnapped at five months old. No, 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 no. Believe me, if somebody has a right to be angry, it's me. And regardless of that, and regardless of that, I am a pacifist because I have gone the right route. Meaning, and I always have done that. Meaning what? Meaning that I have moved and knocked on every single door, every single institution that should be there to help people like us. Meaning that I have spent more than $125,000 going to district courts, Supreme Courts, you name it. I have done everything and more at the point that I end up almost with a social, uh, with a, an associate on, on child development. And what does that I, have to do with the Austin Police Department? Because Everything. because there's 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 a whole backstory. We're gonna get into that in a minute. Okay. Um, you want to, right? Yeah. Oh right. yes. I, I want to get to the crescendo. I, the crescendo. I want to get to the crescendo. Let's when, get into it. When did you become an opera singer? <laughs> I was a musician. What are you talking about? I've been a musician okay, so, uh, most the, of my the, life. What I want to say is, um, hypothetically, let's say there was no female officer available, as they say, whether or not that what they're saying is legitimate. How, I think what he's asking is how would a male police officer, how should he have frisked you? The back of his hand. The okay. back of his hand. Let's play the, let's have, play the Austin Police Department video one more time. 
the, the training video. And not, a, not the latest pinch at the, at the end when he just pinched. Pinch, he yeah. pinched your nipple at the end? No, no, not the nipple. The, the, like the side. Like the like, side of your like, breast? Yeah, yeah. Okay. You don't do that. All right, so in the background, we're playing the Austin Police Department training video. And just so you know, give us a call. Our call-in number is 512-543-2284. That's 512-543-2284. Come and talk it. Uh, Elizabeth uh, Smith says, you go, girl. Oh, thank you, Elizabeth. Right. Whatever you are, please stand with us. <laughs> Rob Yoder says hello right, from Fort Worth. I think, I think Felicia has some quick words here before the, the break. All right, go ahead, Felicia. So I've watched your video probably six or seven times. I've personally been incarcerated three times. Never has a female officer been available to me. Yep. But I have been assaulted more significantly by TSA than that officer did in the video. It is a short video, so I'd like additional details, but he wasn't groping you. He used this part of his hand from what I can see in the video. So I'm should sorry. you have been stopped? Probably not. Okay. Maybe don't honk at the comms that, that if you're sounds, That part. sounds to me I'm like an apologist. Because no, we're going to go that, to break that's, and that's you're going right. to listen real quick. That's not right. Especially, don't, shame, um, don't shame the victim, but go ahead. Yeah. Um, you know, no, yeah, no, I'm, I'm it's saying wrong. It's totally, completely wrong who, to be an apologist. All right, hold that thought. When we come back from the break. We're going to talk about this. We're going to break this down a little more. This is Michael Cargill, and you are listening to Come and Talking. This is Mark Ture. You're listening to Come and Talk at Radio with Michael Cargill. Talk 1370, the right choice. Welcome back to Come and Talk It. And now here's Michael Cargill. That's right. We're talking about what happened on July the 4th here in Austin, Texas. We're talking with Linda Newman. We're talking about what happened when protesters were marching in Austin, Texas. And she was in one of the vehicles protecting the protesters, and the Austin police officers arrested her for several things. I don't know what the charges were. What were the charges? Whatever they want, actually. They make charges left and right. All right. And so uh, they said that Linda was in, uh, interfering with you know their operations and what they were doing, so they arrested her for that or whatever they arrested her for. Uh, Felicia, what were you saying before we went to break? Yeah, and just real quick before anyone calls me a bootlicker, like I've been on the show for three years, and I think I've spoken in favor of a police department once, and I I think I'd had at least three drinks that day. So, so if you call me a bootlicker, that's not what I'm saying. I'm not even saying that she should have been stopped. Maybe in the future, coordinate better so that they know that you're part of the caravan. If that officer, whose badge number you have, so you can run this up the chain of command was actually um, playing chicken with you and you have video of that, well, that's something that should probably be on social media and part of the conversation. Um, but what I'm saying is in the video that I have seen on the Come and Talk It page, it does not look like he's groping you. And if the argument here is simply that you shouldn't have been stopped and you feel like you were not properly Mirandized and your charges were I not- I wasn't Mirandized at all. <sighs> Yeah, I'm I wasn't mad at at all. Let me finish my sentence before you chime in because it just saves us a lot of time. And the attitude, air. and the attitude, but, even um, better. Yeah, if you change but, that attitude, um, it will save even more time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> it will serve you the entire life. Go ahead, Felicia. 
Um, so it sounds like there's a, there's a lot here for you to be angry about, and there's a lot here for you to converse about with APD, and there's a lot here for you to take action on. Sexual assault in this situation is not one of them. Why do you say that? Because I've watched the video six or seven times. I just watched the training video. It's in the field. You were pulling on him. You were yelling at him. And again, I'm not victim blaming. I'm just saying that in this situation, I don't think it cries to sexual assault. He was not groping you. There was no grasping of any breast tissue in the video that I've seen. So if you have additional footage, please let us show that on okay. air so that our so that our viewers can see it. But I did not see in the video where any breast tissue was grabbed. It looked like he ran his hand along the bottom of where your bra would be, which is typically where women will put weapons. Linda? Oh, are you finished? Your condescending attitude is not going to win you in fans here, honey. And guess what? I'm Watch sorry. the F word. Oh, sorry. For a rapist. <laughs> And for I'm not talking about I'm, any rapists. I'm, sorry. I'm now talking about this situation here. I respect here. your time. No, I, you I, I, I ask you to do the same. Now, <laughs> ask, you know what? I'm not even going to address that. I'm just going to make a quote. There's a special place in hell for women who don't help other women. There's and also a special a place in hell for people who claim false now, sexual assault. And guess what? This is my breast. And I know what, I hap what happened to them. I was there. I felt it. There is plenty of evidence, and I have plenty of witnesses. So I'm not even going to defend what I don't have to. Facts are facts. History cannot be removed. It's all over the internet. I know what I felt, and that's it. That's the end of the story. Okay. Period. Now, I wasn't not Marandise partially. I wasn't Marandise at all. Period. As a matter of fact, I have to tell. I have to tell uh, the uh, officer. To stop putting me in duress, which is what she's trying to do. Stop putting me in duress. If I was going to put you in duress, uh, you'd and, be in duress. And I, oh, and I wish there God. was a female officer so, that was out there you that's You know what, listening. Michael? After this, she interrupts me again. I'm out of here. <laughs> Thank you. So, um, like I was saying, he didn't even merandize me. He didn't tell me why I was being arrested. And once in the, in the, in the patrol, once in the patrol, he tried to put me in duress. I had to clarify him, and you can get the card report. Please, if you can, please do get the card report. Uh, when I told him to stay to the protocol, stick to the protocol, they have done a lot of damage by that, by then. It was enough. Then they took me to the Travis County Jail, and the first thing that I heard is this officer or sheriff or whatever it was uh, tell me, oh, you're a hearty one, or you're hot, or something like that. And that should be also in the cut report. And it should be on the, um, he should have been wearing a camera too. What so it camera? should be like a, a body cam. Oh, yeah, the 21 million that they spent on that equipment right. when there was on, also another offer for 3 million. And you know what? I want to talk about those cameras okay. because we don't only need cameras on the officers, we need cameras in family courts, we need cameras in criminal courts. Now, That's what do, what do you say? Because um, Teresa, Ther uh, Teresa says uh, Linda is full of inflammatory remarks. Rain her in, please. Uh, what do you say to uh, people that say that you're you're full of inflammatory remarks? Yeah, you know what? If they dare to look into my life and my history and with my baby, I would dare them to put themselves in my shoes and put their babies to the abuse that they have done to my baby. And I guarantee you, 
if they will not make inflammatory demands or remarks or whatever, there's something wrong with that woman. And then Elizabeth says, I followed Linda's story for years, and she's a victim. Her daughter is a victim. Yes. They're discussing the protests and her other story, which is a well documented about which is well documented about being a victim of APD for years. Yes. Why is your why is she saying your daughter is a victim of APD? Because why is that? she has been. She has been. So uh I was raped uh in 2013. 2012, 2013. Uh this cop started harassing me. He came to the to my house because of a poli- uh, domestic uh, call, domestic violence call, and he got infatuated. Uh, long story short, uh, he started stalking me, uh, getting information. Uh, he he knew that I was taking sleeping pills. And why are you taking sleeping pills? I I was going through a breakup, and uh, I went to Mexico. And get got just got those sleeping pills. All right, all right. In the wrong that I, I get my medicine. No, I'm saying I, I no, I don't get my medicine from Mexico. I just I, I slipped that up. That was a slip up. <laughs> <laughs> no one's paying attention in the studio. They're not even listening to me. They're all on their phones right now. They don't even know I slipped up. Go ahead. And then, uh, so after so long, after this harassment over and, and I was engaged at the time, uh, I thought that he will stop. I thought that he, after he got what he wanted, mm-hmm. he would just go away. Right. It didn't happen that way. Um, he wasn't not just harassing So go me. a little bit more in detail with that. So this officer responded to a domestic call. Correct. And then took it a little further. How did he take a little further? Well, And this st- is an Austin police officer. Correct. What was Correct. his name? I'm going to try to be smart about it, and I'm mm-hmm. going to call him Brian. You call him who it? Brian. Okay. His name. All right. Yeah, he's Brian. So he started following my ex fiance to his work, parking outside his office. He started uh, following us around. We will bump into him into HEV. We will bump into him uh, at the laundromat because we were like very poor back then. Right. Um, and um, just this guy will not stop. He will call me, you know, although he knew I was still with my fiance. Okay. Um, his name is Christopher Bush. Um, and we're still friends to this day. I'm friends with every single ex I ever had. Uh, the only person that will not give me a room just to escape is him, is Brian. So uh, he ha- and he's willing to testify. As a matter of fact, he was subpoenaed uh, to surrender his testimony at court, and they will not let them. They will not. Any any subpoenas that I, that I presented will not serve. Um, so he was harassing me. He was calling me. And then uh, Christopher and I broke up. And now that there was no man to respect, and because I was just, you know, single, I supposed to be at his service and ready to be, you know, for him or whatever. Mm. And I'm sorry. Women come with feelings. And I might know their own, like it or not. And um, so that's that's the problem. Uh, so after he uh, he started coming, knocking on the door, random hours of the day. Uh, to your house? Yeah, to this my apartment. This police officer? Yes. So a police officer comes to your house yeah. after this incident, after this call, to randomly knock yeah. on your door. Whenever he knew that I wasn't with Christopher, he will stop by. He will... Uh, 
you know, it was just so weird. So, so weird. And after that, after uh, Christopher and I broke up, uh, he started even more insidiously coming after me. Mm. It was just freaking scary. It was so, so, I, I didn't know how to handle it. I didn't ask her for help uh, because of, you know, that kind of attitude. What kind of attitude? It's not enough what they do to you. If somebody's following you, it's okay. They didn't touch you. And if they touch you, they didn't touch you hard enough. And if they touch you hard enough, oh, you know what? At least you survive. Mm. And if you survive, I mean, it's a never-ending game. This has to stop. This has to stop. Right. As a society. Felicia? So when you say a comment like that, you're giving me side eye here in the studio, just so those on the radio and um, watching online can see. I'm not saying that he didn't do it hard enough. I'm saying that he followed protocol. 100%. 100% he followed protocol. We literally watched your video. Shame we watched your training you. video. And shame then we watched you. your video again. There's no shame here, darling. Shame on you. I'm looking at the facts. No. I'm 100% looking at the facts no, that babe. I've seen. And... If you want to come in and talk about the awful, awful thing that happened to you in 2013, 100%, let's do it. Let's sit here and talk about what needs to change in APD yes. and what has changed at APD in the past seven years. What? But let's not, Please let's not sit here and make changed? something that happened. Oh, wait, 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 wait. About so, something, so that, have, hap so something that happened during a protest, willing. something that happened in the uh -huh. past. Okay. So if you're you willing to believe to interrupt me, me, we're going to have a problem. Yeah, you, we already have one. So <laughs> you are telling me that you're willing to believe me about my rape back in 2013, but something that you saw on video. You know what? That, you know what it's called? Cognitive dissonance, darling. Sorry. Cognitive dissonance. Cognitive dissonance. Yes, darling. That's what it's called. So go to the doctor, <laughs> address it, and then we talk. All right. We come back from the break. <laughs> we're going to talk about that. Going to talk about more. Also, um... Wasn't the, someone said to me that, and so I, I got this, they said, it doesn't, the officer doesn't have to Mirandize you unless you're, you're the, the question is related to your accused crime. So they said the officer doesn't have to Mirandize you unless the question is related to your accused crime. And then also. Is that true? Yeah. Well, I'm going to put that out there. And then also the next thing is, is it possible that due to the low staffing of female officers that there were not any, any. And due to the agitated crowd, the officer frisked you quickly to de-escalate de the scene by getting you out of the area. And so you know, I want to talk about that when we come back from the break. This okay. is Michael Cargill, and you are listening to Come and Talk It. Hey, this is AWR Hawkins of Breitbart News, and you're listening to Come and Talk It with Michael Cargill. Thirteen seven, the right choice. Welcome back to Come and Talk It. And now here's Michael Cargill. That's right. We're talking about July the 4th. What happened on Independence Day in Austin, Texas? And protesters were marching down the street. And Linda Nuno was actually in one of the vehicles that was set aside to protect the protesters from getting run over by vehicles. And so she was arrested by Austin Police Department. We're talking about that incident, how it unfolded, what happened from her perspective, and also from the perspective of the Austin Police Department. Now, Jackie says, I saw the video. And the police that did uh, the search 
they did her search, did the same thing when she was arrested. And I want to see more than that for a claim of sexual assault. I'm not, you know, she says she's not a racist. She just wants to see a little more. Um, Teresa says, why do protesters need to be protected? Linda's not the APD. Because they're protesting against the APD. And Elizabeth, I can answer that. Elizabeth says, WTF, wow, a grown woman doesn't call another woman honey. It's immature and condescending. I missed a lot, dude. What happened? There's a man? lot going on on Junior peed his pants, and I missed everything. <laughs> this is, All right, so here's going here, down what, on what are, we talk, are we talking about the the? Are we talking about your situation with uh, Officer O'Quinn? If you guys want to, yeah. Okay, that's what I. You said you wanted to talk about that. I wanted to give you guys about a half an hour on that. We only got ten minutes left. What have, have you talked about it at all yet? No, not really. Okay, yes. well, go ahead. Let's go talk go, about it. Shoot. Yes, yes. So, uh, what else do you want me to tell you about the whole case? I have been able to prove that my baby is not his. I have uh, DNA, self-adjudicated twice. Uh, they Did he are, think it was your baby? No, he, th- he thought it was he his. He knows. No, he knows. Uh, uh, hold on. Ba- okay, hold on. So, the officer... Okay, let's go back. So, tell me about what happened with the, the actual sexual encounter. How did that come about? And was it consensual? No. You can't call consensual when you're unconscious. By law, you have to be 17 or above and conscious. And how Otherwise, old were you at the so time? So you're saying you had none, oh, no, I was you had more than all, old enough, but I wasn't So you're conscious. saying it was, I was, on, it was, I was, it was under, nine years I was, ago, I was correct? Almost, on, almost nine years ago. And you were on Ambien? Yes. From what yeah. I understand? Yeah. I did my research. No kidding. And this was Officer Quinn. You claim he had been he had been stalking you for a, a period of time. I don't claim. It's a fact. I have witnesses. And so you're saying this was unconsensual sex? Yes. Okay. And so And you were unconscious is what you're saying. Yeah. And then you became So why why did why did why would was he led to believe that your daughter was his daughter? Because during that time uh, is when I got pregnant. When a bad encounter happened in the way it happened. So I knew there was a possibility. Okay. So and who's the father? Ho- hold on, hold on. Let her. So um, due to the situation, um, I I just thought that it's in the best interest of my child to have a father. I At the time, I'm 33 years old. I haven't been a mom. I I always wanted to be a mom. First I, time mother. First time ever. Um, so, of course, I'm thrilled. Regardless of the situation, I don't care. I'm going to keep my baby. And um, Did you think it was his? I thought that it was a possibility, yes. Okay. Yeah. And did you verbalize that to him? Of course. Oh, well, believe me, he knows. Okay. He knows that uh, somebody, I was seeing somebody that I've been with. For 17 years, on and off, on and off. I just so was he pushing the issue that the child could have been his? Yes. That's why I'm, I'm when, asking. I'm when, asking how that long? That's what I'm how long after the child was born was there a paternity test? So, finally, uh, after he kidnapped my child uh, at five months old, out of the daycare, uh, he of course I had to go to the courts in order to get an expedite order. I was granted full custody. Um, and then he forces me to come back to Austin. Uh, once in Austin, he starts making all these allegations that I'm not let, letting him see her. Uh, although I have all the proof that I was there anytime 
any anytime, any any day, any hours of the day, just four hours a day. The only thing that I wanted it was that he will not um that he will not uh take her, you know, overnight. Uh then he dragged me back again in court because I started uh, uh talking to somebody and Tiffany was already <clears throat> like three years old, three and a half. Uh, three years old. It was like a three. She was three years old when I started talking to somebody, um, and he again got into the micromanagement and over possessiveness, and uh, he dragged me to court. So by this time, I'm completely broke. I I have spent every single penny I have in order to just escape this man, um, and try. You know, th I tried to give him everything he wanted. You can't. Obviously, you can't appease a bully by submission. Trust me on this one. So if you are there, please, please, women, stand up and say no in time. Um, no, no, I, someone, someone is saying that if you want to talk about 2013, let's talk about 2013. But um, but let's not dwell on something that's blatantly false as what you're claiming that happened on, on July the 14th. Yeah, let's, it's, 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 un, it's unrelated. Hey, Look, people was, can – hold on, hold on, hold on. People can have their opinion on whether or not she was groped or sexually assaulted by the police on the 4th of July this past – you know, like a week or whatever. I don't even know what day it is, but a couple weeks ago or whatever. July 4th. Seven years ago. Was totally, we're talking about a different thing. Disregard that. Oh, Go okay. ahead. All right. Thank okay. you. Thank you. So uh, I started talking to somebody, and he went again and started sleeping outside the apartments. And the so, you're, so you're saying that there was a, an APD officer yes, sleeping outside of your apartment. How, what's the proximity we're talking here? Outside of the windowsill? No, it's like uh, it's a parking lot, and then there's like a little tiny, you know, hall, and then just a building. So, okay. I don't know. Do you have evidence of this? I have witnesses. You have witnesses. You don't have photographic evidence? Excuse me? Witnesses to what? Excuse me, what? Witnesses to what? He's asking if there's witness to the rape or if there's a witness to them him sleeping outside the window. Right? Outside the window, okay. yes. Yeah, okay, not okay. the rape. Okay. Yeah, yeah, another way. Uh, so, golly. Okay, <laughs> we got to ask those hard questions. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, what was the question? I know, I catch you off guard. I apologize. The, the, uh, you said that this, this officer, you're accusing him of sleeping outside the window of your apartment, correct? And yes. th this is occurring for years. Yes. Now, have you filed any, like, any complaint with the, like, Austin Police Department, any, in the... I have complained to everybody. Every single institution, as a matter of fact... Is this, they, is you, this have a copy, a, you have a copy of the complaint? Uh, no. As a matter of fact, they put uh, a special victim in an investigation, uh, okay. make a deposition for seven hours. Detective Alzone was the one who conducted the investigation. Okay. And they were just picking and choosing whatever that were the lesser crimes that he had committed in over a span of almost nine years. Not just to me, to my daughter. And they presented whatever pitiful, uh, you know, fraud or... What you, so, you, you, so you've named the officer. What's the, what's the officer's name? Brian O'Quinn. No, please. No? Okay, yeah. What's yeah. the officer's is, name? Is there is there evidence that you want to present right now? I, yes, sir. Okay, I want what to present. Because we, we, we got two DNA and a half minutes. DNA test. DNA test. And DNA test not, saying he's not the yeah, father. Please just cover the names. Okay. Just don't cover, release uh, the names. We, we, don't, we, show, we don't, don't show the picture. We, yeah, we can't okay, show, we'll show that anyway. Okay. So that, that's the name. Well, I'll just read it myself. Uh, my daughter make, uh, many years later, after my rape, many, sure. many, many years later, uh, she make allegations of being touched and robbed. 
and I have a video of my daughter confronting zero attacker. Zero percent yes, paternity. Sir. Okay. Yes, sir. Continue. And then my baby uh, confronted her attacker, telling him that he was touching her, and 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 when he touched her. It really it hurts, Daddy. It and, really and hurts. Was That's there photographic evidence of this? Yes, there is. And it's on your phone? Yes, ma- yes, sir. Okay. We got two minutes. I want to run through this quickly. I, I'm sorry. I beg you my, to help me. I need my a, kid. I need, my kid I, peed his pants. Here's what I got to say. <laughs> you, it's not funny. Um, I, I need your help. When I read through these court documents, I read through all this. It's it's very slanted against you. It looks really bad for oh, you. Yeah. I'm not. I don't. I'm not saying that it's all accurate. Um, the it's one, not, the one thing that stands out to me, and I'm sure you knew I was going to ask you about this, is that they accuse, allegedly, accuse you of being diagnosed with schizotypical <laughs> personality disorder. Yeah. How do you respond to that? You know what? That's the biggest joke. I have more than 500 people between friends, family, coworkers. Uh, my life is somewhat successful. Uh, I can prove anything. On top of that, I pass a mental evaluation, a real mental evaluation. And where did they where did they get that accusation from? They can because they they didn't can prove that I'm uh, they can prove anything. That you're so, saying they made it up. Yeah, it, totally, totally. Okay, the the and reason I, I bring this up though. is because Officer uh, Brian O'Quinn was also what? brought up in a story a while back in the arrest of another schizophrenic. Uh, another? A female that was 21 years old. Okay, well, I, I shouldn't I, say not, another. I'm not I, I'm, one, I apologize. Though. I apologize. I misspoke. Um, another person, a person that is schizophrenic. So I didn't know if there was a correlation there. That's why I bring it up because it, there's there's body cam footage of this. Are you familiar with this? He's familiar with this. Luke's familiar with this. And in, in the, the homeowner that found this woman said, hey, you guys didn't need to arrest her. You could have taken her to a mental hospital because the three officers tackled her to the ground oh my and arrested God. her. All right, that, so, that's what I was that's what I was getting at. I didn't know if there was a connection or, or so if there's a pattern guys, of behavior involved. You guys decide on what you want to believe. Uh, there's the facts. There's the information. Uh, soak it in. Figure it out. And As please. always, more guns equals less crime. You go out there and you buy yourself a gun. You listen to Come and Talk It with Michael Cargill. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 